welcome to America, Shane Van Gisbergen. What a run for this young man. I was talking with his good buddy, fellow Kiwi and IndyCar driver, Scott McLaughlin. He said he's one of the smartest race car drivers I've ever had to compete against. And I think he's ready for a little celebration. Let's be honest, Shane. When this deal came together, did you honestly feel like this was possible? No, of course not, but you always dream of it. And thank you so much to the Trackhouse team and Hans Health, Project 91. Man, what an experience in the crowd out here. Like, this was so cool, and it's, it's what you dream of. So hopefully I can come and do more. What were you telling yourself on those final few restarts? Well, when we had that bad um, strategy back to 18th, I started to worry a bit, but had some full sands on some people and everyone was the racing was really good everyone was respectful and it was tough but a lot of fun it's monday back in auckland but i'm sure there's a party going on at about one o'clock in the afternoon what would your message be to all those young drivers back there in australia and new zealand oh, anything is possible but you know the the fans in australia and new zealand the response this week and the coverage has been uh I can't explain it, like the response and the support I've got from everyone and even over here how welcoming everyone is. I, I, I can't believe it. Dream come true. So you know everybody's going to want you to drive their car now. Are you up for a full-time cup ride if you want? I'm doing one more year in Oz and then uh, I'd love to come over here. There you go, one more year in Australia and then he might come cup racing with us, Rick. Look at this crowd here on the front stretch in Chicago and the fans in the stands as well. SVG gets the win. The Kiwi. Is a cup winner. Yep, and they've already got him tagged. SVG, SVG, 0800 1508811. What are your comments uh, on that? And also, uh, who was right and who was wrong in the cricket yesterday? Um, what you, what's your impression of that? Morally, law-wise, etc. Love to hear your opinion on that. But Jared, uh, Jared from Christchurch, uh, I'd love to talk about uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, and of course, uh, Jared. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. Lovely to hear you, mate. Oh, I'm really, really cool, mate. This is, uh, you know, the big shame about this was very hard to get coverage of it from from my point of view. Uh, in regards to watching uh, the the, uh, the race, y- yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I know what you mean, Smithy. I was looking uh, Sky yesterday morning frantically, but uh, yeah, I, I found that was on YouTube, which I watched last night to about two o'clock in the morning. Um, boy, oh boy. Shane, um, and quite treacherous conditions, Harry, um, Harry won that race, it's quite something, uh, and, and, you know, New Zealand should be very, very proud of this boy, and uh, I really echo what Murph had to say before, which was a great interview, Smithy, by the way, um, he, he's going to fly out, well, we will be flying out to Australia now, on such a high, it's going to be very interesting to see his body language and what he has to say when he races in Townsville this weekend because he's got nothing left in Australia and after what he's just achieved in the weekend in America he's going to be wondering well I want to go back and I just wonder whether I think he might have to serve out his next year with his contract with Red Bull Racing um, for the next year but I don't know he clauses can be broken these days can't they well, Jared, you're absolutely right there. A, a contract is a piece of paper, and you would imagine whatever Red Bull are paying him <coughs> to race in the supercars 
when you hear about the numbers that drivers are getting um, in the United States for NASCAR, it's a pittance, isn't it? Um, so I think he could be bought. Absolutely. But there's a little wee problem there, Murphy. He's going out with uh, Roland Dane's daughter. But, look, all jokes aside, look, uh, Shane will work it out. Um, but, boy, oh, boy, you, you can hear what Murphy had to say. It's going to be bloody hard for him to stay in Australia when he's clearly not that happy. Uh, but <laughs> the loyal man he is, he probably wants to see out his out his year and, and um, bide his time because uh, I don't think we have to worry about getting a, a, a job racing in in America anytime soon. No, I think you're right, Jared. Uh, excellent thoughts and uh, thanks for your text as well and uh, your contact with the show. It's outstanding. Thanks, uh, mate, and, and enjoy it. Really, dude. Uh, something special uh, to reflect on. Matt from Auckland would like to have uh, his uh, thoughts on it as well. G'day, Matt. Hey, Smitty, how's things? Yeah, cool, man. Very cool. Just, this is great, isn't just it? The, um, oh, man, just the sheer dominance of what he's done. He's never been in one of those cars. He's sitting on the wrong side that he's used to. His gear stick's on the wrong side. He flies over there on a Monday, does about a 20-minute practice. They then build a seat for him. They put the seat in the car does a few rounds on a simulator, pulls in on the on the Friday, tops the practice session. A few of the commentators were thinking it was a bit of a fluke because the other guys weren't taking it easy. He topped qualifying. He should have been on pole, but because of a crash on the last lap, he got put back to third, in which two of the top guys were following his lines through the corner because they heard how good he'd become. They couldn't handle it. They both wiped their cars out, and the same thing happened in the race. The top two boys that were leading for the for the most part were Christopher Bell and the boy in the Monster Energy car. They also tried to follow his lines, and they both wiped their cars out doing about 250 into the corners because they couldn't get around those 90-degree corners. And um, when you think about, with, I think, 13 laps to go, he was buried 18th in the field, and then he was a second lapper quicker than anyone else and got through all those guys. It was absolutely unbelievable. Probably one of the, maybe the highest... Um, well, proudest moments of New Zealand motorsport, how, how, he, how he handled himself. And he had a lot more to oh, go. People don't understand that. When he, when he got in front, he could have probably pushed out to a 15, 20 second lead, but he likes to just maintain that little distance <clears> to give the boys behind him a bit of a sniff so they can burn their tyres out trying to catch him. He just, he's just a genius at maintaining that distance. Great description, Matt. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, another thing just came to mind there when you consider what he's achieved as well. Uh, Matt, thanks very much for your call. Uh, um, how about a Halberg for this fellow? The motorsport has always been uh, overlooked, absolutely overlooked. Um, we look at we talk about Scott Dixon every year, but what about this achievement? Um, and, and and of course, what if he was to go back to Townsville and win in Townsville? I mean, that'll never be emulated ever in history again. To to win two of that kind of class race in in the space of a week, it'll never be done because well, one. Very few people have the opportunity, but I mean, just it's brilliant, John. John from Auckland, good morning. Yeah, I was just going to echo those sentiments there, Smitty. Halberg, it must be. Surely, surely it's about time a motorsport person um, picked up a, a prestigious award like the Halberg. But just looking at his achievements, um, you know, I'm not really a big motorsport fan, but to put it in a team sport, you know, perspective because we follow a lot of team sports in this country, it'll probably be like Richie Moonga winning the Crusaders title, 
and in the same year going over to the Warriors and winning the NRL and being the Golden Boot recipient in the NRL or the Delhi M winner and the World Rugby Player of the Year in rugby. So it's, it's probably on that, that kind of level, Smithy, we're talking about. You know? I, I, look, I, I, th- I think you're right. I've got, I'm only learning, uh, like a lot of people, um, the last 24 hours just how hard it is to go from one vehicle to another. Um, I mean, common oh. sense tells you driving on the right side of a vehicle, uh, driving on the left side of a vehicle, uh, clearly yeah. uh, that's got to be vastly different. Uh, for a start, I mean, I've I've done that. I've I've driven a rental car in America, and uh, on yeah. it was just to me, it was so scary. The thought of uh, yeah. driving all my life on one side of the road and then going to the other side of the car or on the other side of the road, mind blowing. Yeah, and you've got to remember that the drivers <coughs> there in America, they've been doing that track for years, for you know a decade. Mm. And here's this young bloke from um, from Australasia coming over and just dominating them. You know that must be. Yeah. They must be saying, "Man, what are they doing down there? <laughs> What's you know, what are they doing that we are not emulating up here in the states?" But just a fantastic achievement. But just quickly, Smithy, just on the cricket. Um, yep. You know, if you're going to give it, you better uh, be able to take it. And I was a bit disappointed in, in uh, how Brendan McCullum kind of, um, you know, he talked about didn't want to have a beer with the other opposition, and then it was found out that. He actually did the same thing years ago, um, <laughs> and yeah. and you know, and when you're at the top, mate, and when you're winning all the time, as you know, yep, you get all the accolades, but also when you're losing, you've got to be humble in defeat. And I'm sorry, the palms are just not turned up. And that's John, as that. spot on. Uh, they have been outplayed. They have been outplayed. There's no doubt about it. Two very interesting test matches, and some will say after five days, 43 runs is not a big margin. And they're right, it isn't. Uh, but you've got the feeling that Australia had their noses in front for both of these test matches. Uh, 9.42, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll try and find uh, some time for uh, Cliff and Neville uh, from the south. Right, let's get down to uh, Cliff and Dunedin. Cliff, uh, SVG, uh, what a great achievement. And uh, a bit of golf on your mind as well. Yeah, yeah, no, great. Shane Benzins, Gisberg in the O. I'm not a real big nut on the motor racing, but I, I certainly watch it if, I, if I've got time. But, yeah, to go over there and drive the other way on a left-hand vehicle and show those boys up, he's a real top gun. You know, he's going to he can make the make his fortune plus over there. And, and looks, I hope he does it. Uh, yesterday morning, I uh, managed to watch most of the golf Daniel Hillier, and, and I don't know whether you probably spoke a bit about it yesterday, but I look, mm-hmm. I take my hat off to that guy. You know, he, what a great finish. Those three of the last four holes where he went eagle, birdie, eagle, and I thought, wow, you know, I'd love to do that. But um, yeah, he, he's he's going places too. He he looks, you know, and, and even the guys around him, Minwoo Lee and all the other fellas come down, and it was great. It was great to see another Kiwi, and he mentioned Bob Charles. You know, one of our finest, Bob's a, Bob's just a goat uh, when it comes to left-handed golf and more. Um, yeah, so uh, look, hats off to him. And with regard to the run out or the stump, it's really a stumping. He got stumped. He wandered out of his crease. And uh, if he had been facing the spinner, it would have been pure stumping. But at the end of the day, you know, well, Bears McCullum done that. He he run Miramitha and out when Sangakara mm. was on a on over a hundred. So you know they got nothing to complain. It's in the rules. You, the ball's alive. Just play it until it's dead. 
Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Uh, there is uh, no freebies in international sport. There's no freebies in, um, in test cricket as such. And uh, I think we're learning that on a daily basis. So the, the spirit of the game as it used to be has is, gone out the window because I guess the stakes are higher or are they? I mean, you can't get much higher. You can't get much higher uh, than the Ashes. Uh, Cliffy, thanks for your call. Uh, Nev, good day morning. Good morning, Neville. Takes a high or are they? Um, yeah, what's his name? Bearstow's uh, run out. Yes, you mentioned the spirit of the game. Uh, um, but he was stupid, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I don't think England could be panicking too much because when you analyse the two games, um, England made two mistakes. The first test to clear in, it was city off. Idiotic to declare on that first day. Heavens above it, a five-day test. And all they did was open themselves up to um, Australia scoring well and uh, ending up winning. And, of course, that's what happened. I mean, the second test, um, which morning was it? Was it the third morning when the uh, about four of the six Englishmen that went out gave their wickets away? So... Had they, you know, just played sensibly in both cases, um, it might well be 2 0 to England. Yep. I don't know what Absolutely you Yep, absolutely right. It's, uh, over a course of a five-day test match, unless one side completely dominates it, um, there are always windows of opportunity to get back into it. And uh, England had those uh, windows of opportunity. Um, and I, I look, I, I'm not surprised. Uh, at the reaction, uh, because I know what the um, Lord's fans are like and Lord's MCC members are like. Um, I am one, uh, but uh, I'm also a commentator and, and a former cricketer, and I've played a lot against Australia. Um, and it's a different, it's, it's, I won't say it's a different league, but it, it's just don't expect any favours. You just don't expect any favours or any luxuries. Don't go looking for any easy ways out or any, any, or any forgiveness. You're not going to get it. Um, you know, my goodness me. Uh, thanks very much, Nev. Um, Bruce from Christchurch. Uh, Bruce, no forgiveness for SVG yesterday. We didn't have to. He was outstanding. He was brilliant, wasn't he, SVG? Yeah, I've got you, man. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah, he's a special, special talent. You give him anything with the four wheels, mate. He's gonna let loose. He's incredible. Rally cars, whatever. Hey, the one thing which helped him was it was a street circuit. The first one, I believe, in Chicago. All the other ones are raceways, I believe, in NASCAR. And it's quite a different beast just turning left all the time, whatever. So I don't, I don't know. He's, he, he says he's gonna go and go and try it, but um, I'm not sure. Um, that would drive. I mean, I love driving cars and things, and just going around in a circle would would drive me batty, I think. And it's it's quite a different feeling and um, a skill to get used to. But um, yeah, oh, he's amazing, and um, I hope he gets the accolades here as well everywhere. Um, the one let's go to the cricket. Um, everyone's got mixed opinions on it. Uh, on perhaps the. Uh, uh, the, the catch um, on the boundary. Um, I, I still believe he 
quite clearly took the catch. I'm not sure why he had to go down on his knees and put his hands down. I don't know why he just didn't dive forward. Yeah, look, I I, I think you're right, Bruce, uh, in, in that respect. Uh, but he did use the ball in the hand on the grass to complete the catching motion. Uh, so for me, that was simply, and he's acknowledged that. He has acknowledged that, Mitchell Stark. In fact, there's a lot of acknowledgement coming out after the event, isn't there? Thanks for your calls, everybody. We had to cut you short there, Bruce, because we've got to go to a break right now. It's 9.54.